everybody, it's Cassie with The Happy Thinker here, and this is episode number 67. Hi everyone, my people, my friends, it's nice to talk to you today here on The Happy Thinker. Today's episode, I'm going to talk about the topic of what is your relationship with self? How do you talk to yourself? Who do you see yourself as? How do you communicate with yourself? How do you know what you need? What is your relationship with self? How can it be improved? How is it being neglected? And since this is a quite a dynamic topic, because there are a couple different types of self, there is the present self, the past self, and the future self. And believe it or not, you have a relationship with all three of those. Whether they are good or bad is all depending upon how you evaluate yourself, but I want to make your relationship with yourself a good one. So I'm going to talk about that today. I'm going to make a little mini series here at the end of the year on it, kind of helping you develop a good relationship with self because your relationship with you is the longest, most intimate relationship you will have in your whole life because you are the only one who knows you best and there are things you know, feel, and think that only you will experience and nobody else will. They may experience similar emotions, but we can never know for sure because we can't be in someone else's head what they're thinking, feeling, or why they're behaving the way that they do. So your relationship with you is incredibly important for your success. Having a good relationship with you doesn't necessarily mean being selfish. Lots of people think the relationship with self is a very egotistical type of relationship. But in fact, it's not necessarily true. There's a couple dynamic factors that make up a good, healthy relationship with self. Just like any other relationship that you have, not all of it is geared towards that person. Some of it is the boundaries you set up for that person. And if you have a healthy relationship with someone, you know that there are certain disciplines, certain things you do, certain things that ways you act that will communicate a healthy bond and a healthy relationship. The same thing is true about your relationship with self. But I don't think it's something we think about and I don't think it's something we even care to maintain most of the time because we don't realize how important our relationship with ourself is. Have you ever thought about your internal dialogue, the internal thoughts in your brain on a regular basis and thought about how you talk to yourself? Do you talk to yourself? Do you think you don't? Because it might surprise you to, to know that on a regular basis, your brain is communicating to your body what it's thinking. So you're talking to yourself, even if you're not talking back. So how is your relationship with yourself? Do you kind of criticize, analyze? Um, do you stand up for yourself? Do you show up for yourself? Who are you and do you like you? Or do you kind of hang out with you because you have to? (laughs) So let's develop a great relationship with self. And it can stem so much success. Um, It has a lot to do with three categories in our lives. One of which is the word, the D word, which nobody likes. Discipline. The other one is self-care. And the other one is a 
good self-perspective. These are the three categories that really help develop a relationship with self. Discipline, self-care, and a good perspective on self. So let's jump into it. So today for today's podcast's topic and information, I'm going to talk about the present self. Since I'm going to do a three-part series on this, we're going to start with present self, where we are right now. What does your relationship with yourself look like now? I'm going to go through some evaluation questions for you to kind of ask yourself and see where you are now with the relationship you have with yourself. Is it a good one? Is it a loving one? Is it one that benefits you? Because there are kinds of relationships that can be more self-indulgent to self than they are beneficial to self. So it's important to know the difference and whether you're in a relationship with yourself that's a good one. It's kind of like if you thought about it of a dating relationship status. Is your relationship one that is not codependent? (laughs) And when we say codependent, we're usually talking about someone else. You're depending upon someone else. Is your relationship with yourself a little codependent? Meaning you kind of push everything off to someone else instead of holding yourself responsible and accountable for the things that you should be taking care of for you. Are you showing up for you? Are you giving yourself your all and your best and not watering down your abilities or minimizing what you're capable of or even putting a cap on those things, thinking that there's only so far that you can go with yourself and this is as good as it gets? Or are you the type who has a relationship where you're overly critical or overly judgmental of self, whether that be your physical, mental, emotional? Are you the type who does not even consider yourself when you're making decisions? So it's a good thing to know how your relationship with yourself is affecting all your other relationships and your life, because it really does. If you have a good relationship with you, a healthy, boundary-filled relationship with you, You can be the best self and show up in ways for others that you wouldn't be able to if you're not feeling the best about yourself, if you're not treating yourself the way you need to, and if you're ignoring yourself completely, you're not going to be able to show up your best. So it's important to know where you stand with you. So we're going to talk about that and then also some things you can do to improve your self-relationship. Okay, here's a list of a few questions you can ask yourself when evaluating whether you have a pretty good relationship with you. It's based on a couple different factors like I spoke about before, but the first question is, do you work every day to make yourself better in some form or way? Are you comfortable acknowledging your feelings? How do you feel about your own emotions is the next question. That one's important to understand how you feel about the way that you feel. If you have a negative perspective on your own feelings and don't believe it's okay for you to feel what you feel, it might be an area where you're not super healthy with yourself. The next question is, do you like you? How do you like the way that you show up? This might be a good thing to journal all of these questions down so that you can write a nice paragraph about how how you'd like to answer these questions. Go deep, really pay attention to your answers and your first initial feelings. Because sometimes we like to 
kind of candy coat things or say, oh, no, my relationship with me is not that bad. But it's important to pay attention to your initial feelings because they'll tell you right away how you're feeling about yourself. Do you like you? Do you like the way that you show up in the world? The next question is, when you make a bad decision or a bad call, how do you respond? Do you own up to it? Do you beat yourself up? Do you give yourself grace? Do you forgive yourself? And how would you say that response affects you? So when you respond to making a bad call or a bad decision, how you respond, how do you think that affects you? How do you feel afterwards? Do you feel like, you know, okay, I can try again? Do you feel like, ah, I'm just terrible at everything. There's no point in me even trying. What is it that you feel when you respond to making that bad decision or bad call? The next question is, do you have a good opinion of yourself? Do you have a good opinion of you? What is your opinion of you? What is your view of you? It's a good one just to ask yourself. What's my opinion of myself? It's a really interesting question, too, because a lot of times we don't think about it. We think about having opinions of others, but we don't really think about having an opinion of ourselves. But it does matter. It's the way you view yourself. The next question is, do you know your values, truths, and weaknesses, and how true do you stay to those? Or do you often compromise those? Do you invest in yourself is the very last question. And when I say invest in yourself, this can mean a multitude of things. Do you invest in your health? Do you invest in what's important to you? Do you invest in your education? Do you invest in um, your mental well-being? Do you invest in time to take care of you? How do you invest in yourself or do you? All of these questions are great evaluation questions to see where your relationship with yourself stands. When you're asking these questions, and you've answered them, then you can kind of categorize where these fall. For instance, the do you have a good opinion of yourself falls into the perspective box. A good perspective of you is a very important core thing to have. Do you know your values, truths, and weaknesses, and how true to you stay to those are a good fall into the boundaries? What boundaries are you keeping? What boundaries are you breaking? Do you know your boundaries? That's important to know. Are you investing in yourself? Is another good one to see what your perspective is on yourself, whether you're worth investing. Also, it is good for your boundaries. I'm sorry, I meant good for your self-care. Do you make an effort to be better every day is a good question for falling into the category of both the perspective on yourself and how you're showing up with yourself. So in the category of self-care, because the category of self-care really has to do with, even though this is making yourself better every day, you'll like yourself more when you're making yourself better. When you are talking about making bad decisions and bad calls, that's a good one for Really seeing if you trust yourself. Are you really investing in who you are? Do you trust yourself enough to make good calls and when you make bad calls, giving yourself enough forgiveness? All of these fall into one of the categories of self-care, good perspective of self, and boundaries and discipline. 
So, where does it fall? Does it fall in a place of self-love? Does it fall in any of these categories? And answer the questions honestly. This gives you a good idea of if your relationship with yourself is good or not. There are some things you can do to make your relationship with yourself very much better. It takes a lot of intention, and so the very first thing you need to make sure that you do is set an intention and an awareness of your current state. Noticing what you like, what you don't like. Notice what it really feels like when you're happy and what's making you happy. Are you feeling happy, healthy, and all-around good normally? Now look at your current life and lifestyle. What choices have you made to contribute to the life that you have now? And are you honoring your needs and wants and preferences? These are good things to ask yourself and kind of intentions to really know how your relationship with yourself is. Set the intention that you need to be honoring you and that you also understand that a good relationship with yourself is one that entitles you to change over time and the way that you show up um, for yourself may change over time. So there are some things that I think would be great practices for you that I think are the first one on the list is seems like it would be obvious but a lot of times this is the first place that gets neglected and we're talking about a good relationship with ourselves having a good relationship with you means taking care of you anytime you have a relationship with someone you want to take good care of them make sure they're staying safe make sure they're staying healthy they're getting the nutrition they need all of these things you want to take care of them you have a good relationship with them you love them If you love yourself and want to have a good relationship with yourself, you need to prioritize basic self-care needs. Things like getting enough sleep, getting the nutrition that's good for you, paying attention to what you're eating so that you're not putting junk in your vodka all the time. Activity, rest. Rest and sleep are different. Resting is something that rejuvenates you and gives you rest. Lots of things can be restful, not just sleep. Sometimes sleep is not enough rest. Or rest is not enough for it to counterbalance your sleep. (laughs) So it's important to make sure you're keeping up with your basic needs. A couple other basic needs that seem self-indulgent sometimes, but honestly, these are genuine needs of the body. And if left neglected, you're not going to be serving yourself very well. Is your mental health needs, so your mental habits, how do you... um, process your own emotions, how do you talk to yourself, these kinds of things, Um, and your recreation. This sounds crazy, but we constantly are reinventing ourselves and recreating ourselves little by little, even if we don't realize it. Things we see that we want to be more like them, we work towards that. Things that we want make us move in a different direction. We're constantly recreating ourselves. So a healthy idea of what recreating is, is important for your health. And it's important for a good relationship with yourself. When you take care of your basic needs, you feel a sense of security. So it's always a good place to start by starting there. The next thing you can do in the present to take care of present self is speak differently to yourself. If you ever notice how you speak to yourself, do you talk to yourself harshly and critically? If you are one of those people who talk to yourself pretty critically, it might be worth taking a moment to try and adopt a perspective of 
curiosity over criticism. So when you see something that maybe you don't like or maybe you're not sure about, instead of getting critical about it, get curious about it. Why did I do that? What drives that decision? What drives that action? What drives that thing I just said? Get curious, not critical. This can help you start to develop an understanding of yourself and appreciate and love yourself even more and also give you some time to be able to forgive yourself for the areas where maybe it's not even really your fault. But speak to yourself differently. Um, When you notice yourself being harsh, take a step back, a reflective step to notice how you physically feel in your body when you talk to yourself negatively. Does your heart start racing? Does your head start to kind of throb a little bit? How are you feeling physically, but also how do you feel once you've talked to yourself negatively, either in your head or out loud? It probably didn't feel very good. Try to intentionally slow down and show yourself a little kindness and a little more gentleness. When you do this, you give the ability for you to try again without the pressure of failing. When you give yourself pressure that you already have the idea that you might fail at something you didn't do well the first time, you're probably likely going to because you didn't even support yourself. So speak to yourself differently. last few things that you can do to have a good healthy relationship with you is be your own best friend when I say this think about the way you talk to your best friend the way that you talk to yourself is probably not the way you talk to your best friend so when you say something about yourself stand up for you and defend you if you talk to yourself in a negative way think whoa would I have said that to my best friend and if the answer is no then flip the script and decide to show yourself some love and meet yourself with more kindness and gentleness another way to be your own best friend is throughout the day when you're doing your thing and you're living your life when you see something humorous and you're by yourself you know, take a few minutes to acknowledge it, notice it, think about it for a little bit and laugh to yourself and with yourself. Bringing some joy into your life, making sure you spend time with yourself. So spend some quality time with you. What do you like to do when you're by yourself? Who do you like to, what do you like to think about? I know for myself, my humor comes into play when I'm by myself. I am my own best friend in a lot of ways because when I see something funny, I laugh about it. And sometimes I even do like an internal like monologue, little dialogue in my head back and forth with myself about things I might have said to somebody else if someone had been there. And I laugh about it. It makes my day and makes me feel good. And that may sound silly, but being your own best friend, if you think about the way you would treat your best friend, you'd spend time with them doing things that you guys could like and bond together with. You would laugh with them and you would like defend them and show up for them. So the same thing needs to be true about yourself. Make sure you're bringing some joy to your life. That is a much needed thing. So things that make you happy, taking a nice walk or maybe a bath or a small piece of chocolate, those are small things you can treat yourself to that can show you that you care. And my last two things are make a promise to yourself, a small promise, and keep that promise daily. So it doesn't matter what kind of promise it is, but make small promises to yourself at the beginning of your day and keep them by the end of your day. 
reason why this would be good to develop a good relationship with you is it because it develops the ability to trust you'll follow through with what you'll what you say you're going to do you can trust you that way and it also builds confidence that you are capable of anything you decide to promise to yourself so you have a good healthy trusting relationship with self you don't doubt yourself you know you'll follow through another last thing that I want you to do is kind of in the same vein show up for yourself don't undermine what you're capable of don't put yourself down show up When you say that you want to do something, then put in the effort to do it. Don't put it off because you are doing this for your relationship with yourself. Think about it like the relationship with your best friend. Think about that. You would never tell your best friend that you're going to do this for them and then not do it. You want to make sure you're being the best friend to yourself as you can be. This kind of relationship will help your whole world be abundant, help you be able to be your very best self for all the people who need you, uh, rely on you, and love you. And you definitely want to be your best for them. So thank you so much for listening to The Happy Thinker today. Hopefully you like these tips and hopefully you can put them into practice and start showing up for your present self. My next couple of episodes are going to talk about your relationship with yourself in terms of your past self. So stick around for that one. I've talked about future self before, but I will be doing another podcast just to finish off the end of the year with future self. And it's going to be really good ones. So definitely tune in to listen to those. And I hope you loved the show today. Um, go to my website at happythinkerlifecoach.com. And also I am going to put this in here. I did last week as well, but my parents' house burnt down in a fire, in a house fire that was electrical. And they're in need of great financial assistance of any kind. Any donation is greatly appreciated. You go to GoFundMe and there's is the Stewart Family Home GoFundMe. They definitely need your help because the way the Florida laws are set up, their insurance is not going to cover their home. So thank you very much for any little thing you can do. And I will talk to you again soon. Bye.